Our world is more stressful than ever, and happiness seems to elude us at every corner. But there are very real things we can do to be happy, and you need to know what they are. Join us right now on Tomorrow's World as we explain seven steps to lasting happiness. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. We're delighted to have you here. Today we're going to discuss how to be happy, a state of mind all of us long to have, but so many of us seem to find out of reach. In addition to the information on today's program, we'll also be giving you the opportunity to request a free DVD to help you find peace and contentment in your life. Claim God's promises. This free DVD discusses how to receive answers to your prayers, how to seek healing from God, and how to overcome stress in your life. Keep an eye out throughout the program for information on how to receive this free DVD. Let me begin by being frank. Our world today is incredibly stressful and refuge, rest, and relief seem elusive. When we look around us, it is clear that something is wrong. Consider the United States. If anyone should be happy, it seems like it should be the citizens of the U.S. In many ways, America seems as though it would be the envy of the world, financially prosperous with an average per capita wealth that many other nations can only dream of, protected from most national enemies by two broad oceans and the world's most powerful military. Yet the U.S. is currently suffering a suicide epidemic. As reported by the American Psychological Association in March of 2019, the suicide rate increased 33% from 1999 through 2017, from 10.5 to 14 suicides per 100,000 people. Rates have increased more sharply since 2006. Suicide ranks as the fourth leading cause of death for people ages 35 to 54 and the second for 10 to 34 year olds. It remains the 10th leading cause of death overall. As the years of this trend indicate, the phenomenon can't be pinpointed to only a handful of years or for that matter, a single presidential administration as some may be tempted to do. It is clearly a trend showing itself over two decades and accelerating since 2006. The young seem most strongly impacted. As reported by U.S. News & World Report in April of 2019, adolescent depression is on the rise. The National Institute of Mental Health reports that about 3.2 million 12 to 17-year-olds have had at least one major depressive episode within the past 12 months. Teens who are depressed often struggle with anxiety and substance abuse as well, which is why early detection of the mood disorder can be tricky. The report highlights findings from a study published in the Journal of Abnormal Psychology, noting that over the past decade, the number of youth with mental health disorders has more than doubled. How can a nation in which there is so much abundance and promise be filled with such depression and hopelessness? How can so many people in even one of the most prosperous nations in the world still fail to find happiness? 
Clearly, happiness is not found merely in abundant personal wealth or having a full bank account. But that is good news because it suggests that there are other ways far more under our control that we can use to achieve the contentment, peace, and happiness we desire. On the rest of today's program, we'll discuss seven concrete steps you can take to increase the opportunity for happiness in your life. Key actions you can take charge of and use to make a difference. Now, some may be things you know you should do but have been putting off, while others may surprise you. But all of them involve actions you yourself can begin taking today. We'll begin with our list in just a moment. But first, I want to give you a brief opportunity to request today's free DVD, Claim God's Promises. This DVD contains three full Tomorrow's World television programs that you'll want to see for yourself. In the first program, Roderick C. Meredith, an evangelist of Jesus Christ for over 60 years, explains the truth behind truly answered prayer. In another program on the DVD, evangelist and fellow Tomorrow's World presenter Richard Ames explains how you can overcome stress. And in the third program, Roderick Meredith returns to explain the forgotten truth about how God heals. No one in this world of stress and heartache who is seeking the peace, comfort, and contentment that only God can provide can afford to miss this life-changing free DVD. Take just a moment to request your free copy right now, and I'll be right back to begin explaining seven steps that you can take to find happiness. Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Call toll-free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Then be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. Welcome back. How can we bring more lasting happiness into our lives? Let's jump in and look at our first step that you can take. Spend time enjoying nature. Now you may not be an outside person. Honestly, I'm not. I enjoy my air conditioning and my reclining chair. But there is something rejuvenating about regularly taking the time to experience some of God's creation. King David of Israel often connected nature with positive emotions. When meditating on the coming reign of the Messiah and how the world will be transformed, he was moved to poetically reflect on nature's response. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord. 
It can be challenging in our world of concrete buildings, artificial light, and constant distraction to pause from day to day and seek access to the natural world to connect with nature and nature's God. But studies show that such effort is worth our time. In Harvard Men's Health Watch, Harvard University has written on the demonstrated connection between happiness and time in natural surroundings. It's not clear exactly why outdoor excursions have such a positive mental effect. Yet in a 2015 study, researchers compared the brain activity of healthy people after they walked for 90 minutes in either a natural setting or an urban one. They found that those who did a nature walk had lower activity in the prefrontal cortex, a brain region that is active during rumination, defined as repetitive thoughts that focus on negative emotions. God has given us a wonderful natural world that demonstrates His presence, though we've worked hard to cover much of it up with concrete and asphalt. If we want to take a step toward increasing happiness in our lives, we should seek to regularly spend time enjoying nature. Doing so will get you away from your laptop and smartphone screens more often, which is related to our next step toward finding more happiness. Disconnect from social media. How many of us are addicted to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat? If you don't think you are, try going without it for a week. You might be surprised. Ironically, while social media is touted as a way to bring us all closer together, studies have shown it often has the opposite effect, increasing loneliness and unhappiness. In 2018, Dr. Melissa Hunt at the University of Pennsylvania published the results of her research into the effects of social media. Specifically, she examined the effect of decreasing one's use of Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. She notes, using less social media than you normally would leads to significant decreases in both depression and loneliness. These effects are particularly pronounced for folks who were more depressed when they came into the study. The oddness of the conclusion that something meant to connect us leaves us more lonely and unhappy is not lost on Dr. Hunt. It is a little ironic that reducing your use of social media actually makes you feel less lonely. Some of the existing literature on social media suggests there's an enormous amount of social comparison that happens. When you look at other people's lives, particularly on Instagram, it's easy to conclude that everyone else's life is cooler or better than yours. Neither Dr. Hunt nor we at Tomorrow's World are suggesting that you must go off all social media. At the same time, studies show that reducing our time with it often does increase our happiness. My colleague Gerald Weston discussed this topic in his Tomorrow's World telecast, The Dangers of Social Media. I encourage you to head over to tomorrowsworld.org and search for it. Another step you can begin taking to increase your happiness is this, tend to your health. We live during a time when science and medicine have enabled mankind to understand more about the human body than ever before. And yet, we paradoxically live during a time in which few people care for their health 
as they should. Consider the blessing of a good night's sleep. When contemplating the blessings of living by God's commands and the curses that come with breaking them, King David speaks of sleep as a God-given blessing. Yet we seem to live in a world in which sleep is constantly sacrificed to jobs, to passing pleasures, even to smartphones. And irregular sleep harms both our health and our happiness. In June 2017, Science Daily reported on a study suggesting a direct connection between regular sleep habits and happiness even when the amount of sleep itself was deficient. Results show that higher sleep regularity was significantly related to higher morning and evening happiness, healthiness, and calmness during the week. Transitioning from an irregular weekly sleep pattern to a regular pattern also was associated with improved well-being, both during the week of regular sleep and on the day following it. Again, the study found that even when sleep itself could not be increased, going to bed and getting up at roughly the same time every day enhanced a sense of happiness, healthiness, and peacefulness. We are physical beings, and tending to our physical needs will increase our opportunity to find happiness. Poor health is a source of stress and unhappiness like no other. And of course, many of us suffer under health conditions we can do nothing about. Still, if we seek to do what we can, we can see benefits and many are able to rise above their circumstances and find happiness, even in the middle of health trials. The keys to doing that can be found in our remaining steps. In fact, the next step surprises many. It is also one of the most effective paths to happiness you'll ever learn. We'll discuss that step in a moment. But first, let us give you another opportunity to request today's free resource, Claim God's Promises. This free DVD contains full Tomorrow's World programs designed to help you find answers to your prayers, overcome stress, and discover the divine healing promised in the Bible. Just take a moment to claim your own copy and I'll be right back to tell you one of the most surprising but most effective ways to find happiness. Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. Welcome back. The next step we want to discuss that you can take to actively increase your happiness and satisfaction with life is this. Practice active gratitude at all times. Now please note that we aren't talking about simply being thankful when you're happy. We are talking about actively practicing and growing a mindset in which you are grateful at all times, even during your trials, and using the tool of gratitude to grow your happiness. The Apostle Paul was moved to encourage the Christians living in Thessalonica, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Science has learned that this command, giving thanks in everything, 
is a major means of promoting happiness and well-being. The impact on actively cultivating and consciously increasing the amount of gratitude you feel has been studied by psychologist Robert Emmons in his book, Thanks, How Practicing Gratitude Can Make You Happier. Dr. Emmons writes, but while the emotions seem simplistic, even to me, as I began my research, I soon discovered that gratitude is a deeper, more complex phenomenon that plays a critical role in human happiness. Gratitude is literally one of the few things that can measurably change people's lives. Working with his colleague, Michael McCullough of the University of Miami, Dr. Emmons says, we discovered scientific proof that when people regularly engage in the systematic cultivation of gratitude, they experience a variety of measurable benefits, psychological, physical, and interpersonal. In some cases, people have reported that gratitude led to transformative life changes. According to Emmons, the life changes were not just illusory, but were confirmed by the testimony of spouses, friends, and family who interacted with these individuals. For his research, Emmons defined gratitude as acknowledging goodness in your life and acknowledging the source of that goodness to be outside of yourself. That is, your gratitude must be directed toward someone else. And it is all the more important to practice gratitude for the blessings in your life in times of trial and difficulty, when those blessings may seem harder to find. As Dr. Emmons writes, searching for and being thankful for what is positive in every situation digs the tunnel and breaks the stranglehold of despair. It seems that when the Apostle Paul said to give thanks in everything, he knew what he was talking about. None of us can pretend that we do not go through hard times. We do. Life is difficult and reasons to worry or feel anxious often seem to line up and come at us one at a time in a continuous parade of concerns. Yet God's Word gives us another step we can take in achieving a happier, more peaceful state of mind in the face of such concerns. Pray about your worries. In chapter 4 of Philippians, one of the most encouraging books of the Bible, we read, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You might note the mention of thanksgiving in light of our previous point. But God's Word says here to let your requests be made known to God. One of our greatest sources of happiness and encouragement is the knowledge that the God of all things loves us and can be trusted with our concerns. The Apostle Peter encourages us in his first letter, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. Of course, we must trust God in His decisions concerning our worries, believing that He has the wisdom to see what we do not, and the power 
to act however He must. And it is not enough to ask God. We must approach Him in a way that acknowledges who He is and the sovereign role He plays in our lives day after day. This topic is covered far more in today's free DVD in which Roderick Meredith discusses the keys to truly answered prayer and in much more detail than we have time for in our program today. In fact, the very title of that free DVD gives us the next step we can take in finding more happiness in life. Claim God's promises. The Bible is filled with wonderful promises for those who seek the God of creation and His Son, our Savior, and who put first in their lives His coming kingdom. In His Word, God makes promises that impact your health, your security, your family, and your children. He even makes promises to your children, promises concerning true peace of mind and a future beyond anything you have ever imagined. In fact, the Bible contains so many promises that we could scarcely scratch the surface of them in the small amount of time that we have for this point today. In the free DVD, we discuss not only the key to answered prayer, but also the ways we can overcome stress and find divine healing from God, all supported by the pages of your Bible. You need to learn how to claim God's promises for yourself. Let me pause just one more time to allow you to order your own copy of this amazing free DVD, Claim God's Promises. And then I'll be right back to discuss the last step toward happiness that we're going to recommend today. It is the one step that empowers all the others. And for many, it will be the most shocking step of all. Order your free DVD and come right back because you need this vital and all-important final step. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 Call toll-free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Then be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. Welcome back. Let's get to our final step in bringing about more happiness in our lives. This last step requires doing what some would think is the very opposite of what you should do if you want more happiness in your life. That's because it involves not seeking happiness. One of the vital truths that many miss in their pursuit of happiness is that happiness is not an end in and of itself. In fact, often the stronger we chase after real and lasting happiness, the more fully it eludes us. Cheap and temporary happiness can be ours, but the more we seek deep, lasting happiness directly, 
the more we cannot find it. That is because lasting, significant, and deep happiness is a byproduct of what you do, not an end unto itself. And that byproduct of contentment, peace, and happiness is often generated by abandoning the search for happiness itself and by replacing that search with today's seventh step. Be a part of something bigger than yourself. Playwright George Bernard Shaw famously wrote of this principle. This is the true joy in life, being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one, being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish little clod of ailments and grievances, complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. Wise King Solomon wrote that God has placed eternity in our hearts. Something deep within us wants to know that we are connected to something larger than ourselves, and there is a happiness we find in that connection that isn't available to us any other way. Of course, the greatest effort on earth one could contribute to is Jesus Christ's own effort to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to the world. That effort gave the apostle Paul a sense of satisfaction and purpose that carried him through remarkable times of suffering and uncertainty. Even when in chains and at risk of losing his life, he possessed a peace and a passionate joy. Consider his words to King Agrippa, spoken when the apostle was in chains and being tried in court, surrounded by his accusers. After Paul spends his time not defending himself, but preaching the gospel, Agrippa says that Paul has almost convinced him to be a Christian. And Paul's response, and Paul said, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me today might become both almost and altogether such as I am, except for these chains. Yes, even in a state of imprisonment, Paul recognized that the joy, confidence, and lasting happiness he had found in knowing his purpose and contributing to the work of God on earth, serving others with the glorious truth of God's coming kingdom was something that he wished all men and women could share. We must find something larger than ourselves to be a part of, and God holds out so much that is larger than ourselves. Your family, God's purpose for us, His kingdom, His church, His work on earth, selfless service to others. There is much happiness to be found in the pursuit of such larger goals. My friends, I hope you'll put these seven steps into action in your lives, and I hope you'll find your happiness greater because of it. I also hope that you'll request today's free DVD, Claim God's Promises. If you care about your own happiness and the happiness of those you love, you need this DVD. As always, there is no cost or obligation. And finally, I hope we'll see you here next week. My colleagues Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, and our guest presenter Rod McNair will be here waiting for you, eager to share with you the hope of the coming kingdom of God, the prophecies of the days just ahead of us, and the remarkable teachings of Jesus Christ. We'll see you here next week. 
To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.